And so what was uh, President Xi saying yesterday? Well, we were talking mostly about the uh, the virus, and I think he's going to have it in good shape. But, you know, it's a very tricky situation. It's uh, Indeed it, goes, it, it goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air, and that's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, it's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. You know, people don't realize we lose 25,000, 30,000 people a year here. Who, who would ever think that, right? I know. It's, I mean, much it's pretty forgotten. amazing. And uh, then I say, well, is that the same thing? For, this is uh, more for... deadly. This is 5 per, you know, this is 5% versus 1% and less than 1%. You know, so this is deadly stuff. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob. Just today and, and yesterday, some startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people to plenty of young people. So give me a moment of talking to somebody going through this with Fauci or somebody who kind of uh, it caused a pivot in your mind because it's clear just from what's in on the public record that you went through a pivot on this to oh my god the gravity is uh, almost inexplicable and unexplainable well i think bob really to be honest with sure, you sure i want you to i be. wanted to uh, i wanted to always play it down i still like playing it down yes sir. because i don't want to create a panic Um, so one of the things that I took a very long time to explain in, um, in episode that didn't come out, um, was that in the, in the episode about the RNC and the DNC, I make a comment about another episode that was lost, um, uh, and how I'm going to get into why I threw away an episode, uh, about, QAnon and save the children and whatever. So I, so that episode was gone. We didn't put that one out. I gave an explanation for that in the last episode, in the in one of the last episodes that was supposed to come out, and that one got thrown away. So I will get into that second. Um, we start out with a, a Bob Woodward clip because that was the most recent episode that we did um, that that we lost and. I'm actually kind of glad that we did because at the time I don't think that I I don't think we need more than a few minutes on each of these topics um, because I think that we spent a bunch of time trying to uh, we spent a bunch of time talking about shit that we already kind of knew we knew that Trump 
was lying to us. We knew that he took it seriously because we knew that he was getting fucking tested and all the people around him were getting tested and being socially distanced. And and he was uh, canceling rallies in, in states that weren't handling handling the virus well, well right. and, you know, while publicly downplaying it. So we saw the dichotomy in the line. Yeah. So I feel like that conversation that we had that we tossed, we tossed because it became kind of redundant of like, well, look, he knew in February, he knew in March. Like, yeah, we, we knew all that. This is more of a... We knew in February and we uh, knew in March that he was lying. Yeah. Uh, this, so it was less shocking and more a slap in the face that felt similar to like when the Bush administration told us like, yeah, yeah, WD, WNDs, we're just fucking kidding. Like we knew that. Just don't fucking tell us that. Um, it does bum me out that we lost that episode though. Cause the one thing I was going to do was call it a tiny slap in the face. And I thought that was really good. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but here's where I want to go with Bob Woodward. Fuck Bob Woodward. Um, so before we even get to Woodward and his like uh, responsibilities and lack thereof or whatever he did, why would Trump talk to him? Can we talk about that? Like, doesn't make Woodward any sense. wrote a book called Fear in twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, sixteen, seventeen, I think. And he didn't talk to Trump for that book, but he wrote a really he talked to a bunch of people in the campaign and wrote a really damning portrayal of a White House in chaos. Right. And I guess the theory was that Trump thought, well, if I could talk to him, I could have gotten a better portrayal out of it. And that, like, he was going to kind of play Bob Woodward. And But, like, you don't – like, Bob Woodward can write a flattering review of people. He's done it for Bush a few times. But then he also can turn around and write a either really that, critical book. Either that or he's just, like uh, – I don't know, man. Maybe he's just that, like, socio – Well, I think Trump might have felt – like because Woodward was very anti the Russia hoax is is how he referred to it. He was very anti that story and anti the Steele dossier. So I could see Trump being like, "I can turn him. I can make him an either ally. that or like Trump's just a sycophant who just knows that like he can say one thing to his base and they're gonna run with it, and he can say when like he maybe Trump gets off on that. A little bit. I don't know. Like, that's well, I mean, completely some of those, speculative. In but... some of those recordings Woodward released, Trump talks about the fact that, like, oh, they never told me you wanted to talk to me for your first book, and I wish I would have, and they never gave me the message, and kind of blaming Kellyanne Conway, who's in the room, and you can hear her in the background, like, trying to get Trump off the phone almost, being like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be talking to Bob Woodward when Roger <laughs> Stone with a Nixon tattoo is one of your best lawyers. Yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you talk to him. It's very stupid. It's either it's it could be very uh, narcissistic. Uh, you would almost think there would be some policy in place that by now that Trump does not get to talk to anybody who might be recording who, their conversation on no, the other side. Anybody who tries to make rules just goes. Like there's no like there's no telling him anything. Uh, I don't know. But now I want to get to Bob Woodward's responsibility because I have a I think that I have a as big a problem with Bob Woodward in this story as I do with Trump. I knew Trump was lying to me. I knew all of that shit. Uh, that's horrible. But well, what's but also horrible... What we didn't know was that Bob Woodward had evidence that Trump was lying, that he could have released when only, what, like 40,000 people were dead? Yeah. Not 200,000? And I think that that's a huge thing. I think that, like, because... Yeah, you and I and a bunch of people knew that, that Trump was lying to us about that shit. There are a lot of people that that died that thinking that it was a that it was a fucking common cold and like he has a responsibility and i think that bob woodward has a moral responsibility like dude if that shit would have come out in february or march that could have changed the entire narrative 
especially of like the misinformation campaign and shit. The the uh like the weird QAnon shit that was like anti Dr. Fauci, anti anti mask, all of that shit. Like if Trump had been outed when it, early it, on in February when we were still like, hey, this is the Black Plague, the end of the fucking world, like and he would have come out behind and backed who and backed the CDC because of the backlash. It's like, obvious during those recordings with with Woodward that Trump is like, he's telling Woodward they say it travels through the air. What you make what makes it so dangerous? He's quoting them. He's getting reports and he's taking it seriously, right? In private, yeah. and then in public, like, oh fuck that, you know, like it, it'll be gone one day. It'll we'll just wake up and it's, it disappears. So I don't know. I mean, I do understand, <laughs> like. I'm not a fan of Bob Woodward ever. I think he gets a little too much credit for taking down Nixon. I think he was instrumental, but I think a lot of other people were whose names don't get immortalized and they didn't make movies about. Right. But, like, especially since I've been paying attention to him every time he pops up, which has been post 9 11 <laughs> after I started paying attention more to politics, it's never a thing that I'm like. Mm. I- I've read a few of his books besides All the President's Men, and they're kind of eh. I just, like, um, I don't know. I I have a huge problem with somebody holding on to that type of information for book sales. Like, yeah, and I think he would argue that like he had to. I think his argument was he needed to verify more and yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, but like, whatever. It's dude. weird that the verification process it went ended the week the embargo on your book ended. Yeah, no, I suspicious I, timing, my friend. I have a huge problem with that. So I don't know. We don't need to go into the whole thing. You I can can't make wait. Your own decision about. Bob Woodward. And I can't Trump. wait for 2023 when we get fucking uh, B- 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 Bernstein's book. I guess. Is yeah. That what we're right. on? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right, let's jump into the QAnon stuff real quick. I offered and or well, I lied to the audience a few, couple episodes ago, and I said that I threw away an episode um, because I had I no longer shared an opinion that I uh, projected in it. Um, and so give a quick explanation uh, again that I won't throw away this time, um, of what that was. I did not do my due diligence and explain that as I said, I would later in that episode. So we had an episode that we recorded that was about conspiracies, um, QAnon and, uh, and in it, we talked, I made the point that I was very upset that QAnon, um, had, uh, and QAnon followers had infiltrated, uh, and, and hijacked the save, hashtag save the children, save our children movement, um, because I think that, like, because I know that pedophilia is a real thing, and, and human trafficking is a real thing, and I was, I was very upset in that episode because, um, I know, based on reading tweets, based on reading uh, posts from QMAPs and shit, that, like, they had an active goal. We are going to hijack this. And uh, Bill Gates is, has something to do with the hashtag Save the Children, right? Something like that. I think there was a Bill Gates Foundation. One of them was, like, a Bill Gates Foundation hashtag. Oh, yes. And then they, they tried to make a similar one. And then what happened was that the they started doing them both on the same post. So save the children, save our children. Was show were being hashtagged together. Um, but the the goal of like the the QAnon, the, you're trying the, to recruit. The, yeah, you're trying to recruit people. Well, and what they were doing was like a shared they, goal of like isn't child sex slavery horrible? And, and everyone thinks it is. And they would slip in this like anti. 
or this like nationalistic anti anti semitic racist anti vax uh anti science um religious zealotry bullshit in between the lines and so you were getting it's eventually leading you to the outcome of trump's gonna save you right gonna save the children well and you were getting these and your enemies are bad and they're different from you and like they're evil and whatever and you were getting these memes that were like uh showing kids in masks um, for like COVID masks, and then like they, they, and then you'd have another image next to it where the kid had the mask off, and they had like duct tape over their mouth, and like the point was that sex trafficking, whatever. Well, anyway, the reason that the, episode, the point was that they're gonna like, did they unleash COVID so they the, could easily kidnap the point, kids? Or? The point was that they that through don't be a sheeple. It was that through making you feel like. Because sex trafficking is a real thing, and caring about children, you're not gonna. Nobody's gonna fight somebody who gives a sh- who who is like fighting on behalf of exploited children. Um, I will just say though that example is stupid. It is stupid. It's no one is stupid. going to the mall, finding a kid, putting duct tape over their mouth, and then putting a COVID mask on them, and like no one's gonna see anything. The kid's not gonna hum or just like yeah. fucking you know. I I don't know. I, That's a ridiculous place to take what it. Like, it is. Ooh, it, what if this? But like that. Uh, it's a way to slip anti-mask stuff in, and then through anti-mask, it devolves. It, it devolves can, into anti-vax, and then like it perpetuates the whole, you know, bullshit out of the shadows, whatever. The reason that episode got thrown away is because in it, I was really hard on the people that perpetuated that movement. And I didn't. I don't think that that was fair. That was the reason that I that I threw it away because I took a lot of the I I made assertions in that um, that a lot of the people that were perpetuating the save the children save our children thing were people that knew what was happening. They were people that followed QAnon. They were and like and what I did was I added myself to a bunch of those groups and through that experience realized that like. Nah, the majority of them are, like, there's a lot of, like, dark, tortured, like, people with personal experiences in they're not people abuse. Who have drunk, they're not people who have drunk the Kool-Aid necessarily, but they're at the, 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 right. the mixer, like, at the cult. And so it started to make me feel really bad and sad because, like, there is that aspect of life that, like, there I mean, are there are victims that then go on and, like, live like I don't know man it, it, it just well, to it, me it, it became this very like I kept seeing things from people who after being in these groups I would learn their story and be like man you live like this is a dark place to seek out all of the pedophilia stories to seek out all of the uh sex trafficking stories to and then like you realize that like there's there's a very there's an element of damage there from those experiences Which makes sense because a, a movement like Q they prey on weak people right. people who are vulnerable well and people that and have people vulnerabilities have, yeah. yeah and the people that are most vulnerable the people who've been abused especially right. as children and so it made me just feel like it wasn't appropriate then to release that episode uh, where I was because I don't think that I had understood the full extent of it at the time that we recorded that so I just like but I think that like but you, you can't you, mention at the beginning of the episode, hey, I'll hit this later, um, and then not say it. Yeah. Like At some point, you have to get around to that. We so. can all agree, though, that masks have nothing to do with 
Yeah, sex, child the, sexual the QAnon, trafficking. The QAnon yeah. stuff is stupid. I don't want that. That can be another episode. I'm sure that'll be several episodes. We can, like, we it should be because old boy got doxxed uh, recently, and Q Maps is down now, and uh, you know, so that that'll happen. But we can we can. Did do... he get doxxed, or did journalists just put two and two together and be like, "Hey, it's this guy." That's what I was reading was just I like mean, they just found out who it was. Yeah, but to me, like, yeah, that's I fine. I mean, he's going to get doxxed. That's but they the, put the all of his information out there. Like, hey, these are where his degrees are from. This is like, hey, when this guy gets fired from Citigroup, don't don't hire him, companies that get this application. Like, they put a decent amount of information out about that guy. I mean, the Koch brothers, someone will throw a job at him for a think tank. Which I said to you as soon as that... Citizens for a better tomorrow As soon as that story broke, that had that made sense. And you had to figure, as soon as QAnon jumped, like, was thrust into the American psyche through the whole pandemic thing, it, with, at, the, at the force and speed that it was, that, like, people started digging. They're like, we're gonna figure this shit out. Yeah. It was it, it, Q was too fringe for so long that real reporters weren't getting paid to cover it. Right now, it's a big enough story. Enough people have heard it. It's going global. Now they're gonna get a shot li- uh, yeah. spotlight sh- shown at them, and, and they're not gonna they're gonna cower like cockroaches, like yeah. most people who are anonymous on the internet do when you try to track them down. Yeah, time to dig that microchip out of your arm, hey. The Devil's Advocate Podcast is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condit and co-hosted by Franklin Everhart and Jim Hellman. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review.